Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We continue on with The Breakfast Club now with new, with a new guest. Jerry Maurer. Uh, Maurer is in. Mora, right? Mauer. Mauer. <laughs> you did it right the first See, time. I, See, you, you know what caught me? Doubt yourself. There's a, there's two R's in there. There are. You know, and I I would I would the third the the <laughs> first R I would just take out. That's what throws you off. Jerry Mauer is in. Well done. President of the Stanton Bird Club. I can pronounce Stanton just fine, which is good. <laughs> And bird, yeah. and and club. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Very good. Thanks for having me. Buddy. Thanks for uh, thanks for being by. For more information on the Stanton Bird Club, you can go to stantonbirdclub.org. How uh, how did you get involved with the with the bird club? Well, years ago, when my son was little, I was on a nature walk somewhere, and another woman was there with her son. Mm-hmm. And that was Susan Hayward, who for years was the steward and very active in the bird club. And she sweet-talked me into becoming a nature guide at the sanctuary. And I only agreed to do that if she promised me that I wouldn't have to deal with spiders. Right. <laughs> that seems like a fairly decent trade and one that I think there are a lot of people out there that don't want to deal yeah. with spiders in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So. I can see that. that yeah, that's, that's actually I have grown not fond of spiders, but tolerant of spiders. Tolerant is really the biggest thing that we can strive for. Yeah. A lot of different things here. Yeah. Jerry is the president of uh, the Stanton Bird Club. Um, you also a hospital manager over at Central Maine Medical Center. I retired last June. Last yeah. June, huh? Yeah, yeah. How was that? How, how's the I, retirement thing going? Well. I am semi-retired because I'm still doing a little work there, but mostly right. I'm just enjoying right. retired. Nice. Someday may it happen for you. Right. <laughs> Someday soon, hopefully. Yes, yeah. that would be great. Um, so how did you get into this in, in the beginning? Like birds always interest you? You like uh, hiking in nature and walking? Yeah, all that. When my husband and I first came to Maine, um, we were already pretty avid hikers and we saw something about a bird sanctuary in Lewiston and went there. And at the time, the bird club was struggling. This was back in the 70s with what was going on for the bird club. And uh, we're very disappointed. And it's just a joy to see where it is now because anybody who historically has been in this community will tell you that it's such a joy to be in that sanctuary now. It's so lovely, lovely trails and things. So. Basically, I got involved because it's so much fun taking kids into that sanctuary. One of my favorite memories is being with a group of little kids, and they all have their little hand lenses, and one little boy is diligently looking on a rock where there's some robin scat, and he looks up at his teacher with glee in his eyes and says, I'm an explorer. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So it's getting the kids engaged and loving uh, nature and understanding because sometimes we have kids coming in and they go, oh, we don't want to sit down. It's dirt. 
and helping them to understand it's soil yeah. and it won't hurt you. And in fact, it's, it's fun to get down on your hands and knees with a hand lens and see what's going on. So that's what really got me involved. It's a, it's a really key thing to learning as well. So you're yeah. absolutely right. Jerry Maurer is in, the president of the Stanton Bird Club. For more information, go to stantonbirdclub.org. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. The style and profile in limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, son of a gun. It's Maddie B. Weekday mornings on Z1055. We continue now with Jerry Maurer, president of the Stanton Bird Club. Go to stantonbirdclub.org for more information. Many of us drive by the Thorn Craig Bird Sanctuary, uh-huh. sliding by. We see it. We're like, oh, <laughs> that seems neat. And and we see the sign that's owned by the Stanton Bird Club. Um, so it is. But I don't think a lot of folks know what the Bird Club is. Like, I think they probably just think it's, you know, five people getting together and, and <laughs> you know, going over bird stuff. Could, could you dispel those myths and rumors for us? Thanks, Maddie. Great question. Um, it's interesting because recently somebody said to me they wanted to become a member, but they weren't a serious birder, so they weren't sure whether they were allowed. And so, first of all, I want to say it's not just for serious birders. Probably we have a handful of people who really can tell you about those little brown birds and what they are. The rest of us are there. Um, so the Sand Bird Club is a service organization, first of all, an environmental organization. Um, and basically, its mission is to inculcate there's a word for you love of nature to create a model bird sanctuary which is what thorn craig is all about is creating a model bird sanctuary and it's really helping people to fall in love with nature and learn about nature so a lot of people mistakes you know thorn craig they think the city of lewiston owns it or someone else owns it and it really is owned by this private nonprofit organization that since it started has allowed people to use that property for passive recreational activities. So that in a nutshell is what the bird club is is about. I'm I'm impressed that you didn't say in an eggshell. I mean that <laughs> could have oh, you, you could have really yeah, gotten funny there. See you've been Jerry. awake a lot longer this morning yeah, than I have. Yeah. Sadly I'd be doing that if I was half asleep, oh, which is the dear. sad part. Uh, now does the bird club own any other land? Yes, it does. So, so um, we have two major properties and then a really small property that s- someone gave us back in the 30s, and that's Applesass Hill, which is up one of the high points in Lewiston. It's two acres. So, so we own Woodbury out in Litchfield, and that's uh, roughly around 400 acres. Um, we just had a huge addition given to us about two years ago. SCMP put in its power line. It happened to go right through the front of doorway and take up some land at, at Woodbury. So to mitigate that, they gave us land, which includes a beautiful natural pond. Uh, so we're very proud of that land with hiking trails. So any of you listeners out there that have hiked Thorncrag, we invite you to, to go out and hike around a Woodbury. But Woodbury is our sort of jewel. It's uh, now, with an additional land uh, purchase this fall, is uh, roughly around 450 acres. Um, And we're very excited about this new land purchase. We have been looking at a piece of land for several years, working, negotiating with a family. For anybody who's ever walked the green trail at Thorncraig, and gone out to Whale Rock, and if you look down through the power lines to the left, 
uh, you could see a field. And that's what we purchased is 80 acres, which includes a 25-acre field. And we're really excited about what we can do in terms of nesting birds, because we haven't had that kind of open area, and also uh, native pollinator plants and things. So those are our properties. And again, the public can come in from dawn to dusk anytime. Uh, it's open uh, 365 days a year. That's pretty awesome. How long has the uh, Bird Club been in existence now? Ah, well, we're starting to kick off planning for our 100th anniversary back in 1919. Well, you look great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some days it feels like I've been that long. Uh, there was a speaker who came to town uh, for a movement called the Chautauqua Movement, and he was talking about birds, so he got up in Auburn to talk with the local community, give an information about birds. And one of the things I don't think they realized when they had invited him to do this talk is what he would do is get on stage and then he wouldn't leave the stage until the local community said yes to a bird club and not only yes to a bird club but elected officers. So that night, back those years ago, uh, the community got together that night, said, yes, we'll have a bird club. Here are going to be our officers. And then there was, uh, you know, an epidemic going on in the world at that time, the flu. And so it sort of didn't get going that well. So in 1919, it fully got got involved um, and was named after a Bates professor, Johnny Stanton, longtime Bates professor who had died a few years before this. Um, and one of the fascinating things about Johnny is, besides being a professor of mathematics and Latin and a lot of other things, is he taught an ornithology class, and every Bates student had to take that class. So back in the day, that was a required course at Bates. And uh, so it was, the club was named after Stanton. It's a really good history there. Jerry Maurer is in, the president of the Stanton Bird Club. Go to stantonbirdclub.org for more information. It's 825. It's 25 degrees outside. You're listening to The Breakfast Club, live on the corner of Center and Bradman. Snow flurries as well. It's Z1055. It's The Breakfast Club with Maddie B on Z1055. Maddie B with you here on The Breakfast Club. Jerry Maurer continues with us now, the president of the Stanton Bird Club. Go to stantonbirdclub.org for more information on them. Do you want to shout out any of the board members today, Jerry? Well, a big thanks to Deb Carroll from the uh, chamber who helped arrange for us to be here today. She's a new member of the Bird Club. Dan Marquis, Mike Marcus, the Haywards have been involved, Tom Hayward, and there are so many others, Linda Siemens and the rest of you. If I don't mention your name today, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of the, the uh, board. Whole bunch of good eggs there. Yeah. So, okay. All right. All right. There. We I talked had... about who was going to say that. Yeah, I figured it would be me just because it would be expected. You know, it was kind of one of those things. All right. Gotta let that one go. What other types of activity? You know, what, what types of activities does the Bird Club offer? Uh, so, among the many things, uh, with a focus on education for sure, we lead school groups in there, scouting groups. So we have kids in there all the time that are learning about nature, learning about what it is to be outside. Um, we do uh, birding tours, naturalist tours, and again, we don't always focus on birds. We have speakers once a month um, that are, um, the speaking engagement is held on the first Monday of the month until, from 
um, October through May. And we have a speaker that talks about some type of activity. We have one coming up in February. He's an uh, Audubon um, naturalist, and he'll be talking about animals surviving Maine winters. Um, and one of the things we really are proud of is the Junior Naturalist Program, where kids in the community come and learn about nature um, and lots of interesting subjects. Uh, the the um, person leading that group, Nancy Long, who's also a board member, um, just had a speaker come and talk to the kids about bugs, uh, a Mr. Bug, and they actually were eating bugs at the program. So they got to eat chocolate crickets and mealyworms and all sorts of interesting bugs. And uh, so they learn about things like vernal pools, a chawanki comes and talks about birds. So those are some of the activities that we offer. Sounds, sounds like a lot of stuff going on there. How, uh, how much does it cost to join? So basic membership is $25 for the year. And then we have other levels of giving um, up to Stan Antonian, which is, again, named in honor of Johnny. And that's $500 a year. And monies from membership are used to help maintain the properties. If you think about it, we own close to 1,000 acres of land. And it's uh, helping to pay for things like cutting the... Uh, we have uh, about a five to six acre field at Thorn Craig uh, that we keep cut again to encourage nesting birds and bluebirds and things. Um, paying for speakers, uh, maintenance of the parking lot, uh, snow plowing if and when we get snow. And, uh, and so the basic membership is $25 a, a year. Now, can you use uh, volunteers for things? Absolutely. Absolutely. Good question. We um, certainly make use of volunteers. My husband happens to be the volunteer steward of the property. So any of you folks who have ever seen a guy walking through the trails with a hat on, this is Stanton Bird Club. That's my husband. Um, and he has a group of people who are out helping him to maintain the trails, check out the trails. Um, so we can always use help in that direction. We need a lot of help because we're planning our 100th anniversary and we're planning events connected to that um, and also uh, helping with the education. Uh, on a regular basis, we teach people how to be guides at Thorncraig. So if anybody has an interest, they can just go online and shoot an email off and uh, one of us will be in touch with them talking with jerry mauer she is the president of the stanton bird club go to stantonbirdclub.org for more information of one more segment with her it's 8 43 25 degrees z1055 the breakfast club the news continues only local radio station 25 degrees 849 continue now with jerry mauer from the stanton bird club she's the president of the stanton bird club go to stantonbirdclub.org for more information Jerry, if I was to uh, visit the bird sanctuary, what type of birds am I, am I going to see there? Well, it depends on the time of year. Um, for example, this time of year, it's birds that remain for the winter. So you're going to see flocks of chickadees, nuthatches, blue jays, goldfinches, certainly woodpeckers. My husband and I were there recently on a walk, and we had this huge mixed flock of I've never seen so many nuthatches, and I'm not sure what they were talking about. I'm not sure if they were talking about us or what, but they were very agitated. So oh. those, those are the birds, and also barred owls. So in the wintertime, 
this is the mating time for barred owls. And so if you live around the sanctuary, you're going to be hearing the owls calling to each other. Summertime, it's crazy, crazy because you, especially in the spring, the warblers are coming through, the migrating birds, the scarlet tanagers, and, and all sorts of other birds that are coming through. Um, and obviously, there are 400 acres for them to sit in feed and take off for the northern places where they end up nesting and things. So lots of birds. And at Woodbury, the sanctuary out in Litchfield, because we have a natural pond, um, there are a lot of ducks and other water uh, fowl that are out in that area of the, of the sanctuary. Uh, Sounds like a lot of stuff going on then. <laughs> yeah. And yes, we do bring binoculars, yeah, and I encourage people to. And if you've got a little one, a great idea for them as they're getting to learn how to use binoculars is take two empty toilet paper rolls, tape them together, put a string on them, have it around the little one's neck, and it helps them to start to learn about focusing because if you try to introduce regular binoculars to kids too early they get frustrated because they're not really sure what to do with it or how to make it work and so you'll see when we have school groups we have pairs of those oh, sort of toilet paper idea. binoculars that they've got around their neck and and that way it helps them focus that is a <laughs> that is a good idea that's good now we see news accounts of the decrease in bird populations what can the general public do to help with that ah uh, yes so big one and those of you who are cat owners i know you love your cats um, do understand, and, and there's a lot of different studies about how many birds are being killed uh, by, by birds, but if you can keep your, your cats inside, uh, you know, the head of the Cornell Lab of Ornithology is a, has a cat of his own. He loves cats. Some of us on the bird club, we have cats. Cats are predators of birds. And the latest study I've seen was uh, um, sort of co-sponsored by the Wildlife Society and the American Bird Conservancy. And they put actually critter cams, National Geographic Society critter cams, on 60 cats in the Athens, Georgia area. And what they found is 30% of those cats in a week's time had killed a bird. And the majority of them didn't bring it back home. So so often cat owners will say, my bird doesn't kill cats. Well, their cat may kill a bird, but doesn't bring it home to give it to you as a gift. So that's a big one. Other things are just, you know, feeding the birds, uh, encouraging birds in your yard in all the ways that you can are different ways to sort of support uh, the bird population. Because we really do have birds that are struggling now because the forests at both ends of their migrating pattern are, are being decimated, both in you know South America and up in the boreal forests of uh, Canada. What type of seeds work best for uh, birds that stay around and stick around for the winter? Yeah, my go-to bird seed is black oil sunflower seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great bird seed. Uh, not only birds love it, unfortunately for me, squirrels love it too, so that sometimes is frustrating. And suet. And for me, at least, what I find is my birds prefer, they have a preference, of uh, is suet you buy at the grocery store and then cut into blocks yourself. I can have one of those pre-made blocks that you buy at a store, and I can have that 
suet from the grocery store right next to each other, and the woodpeckers will all be at the suet from the, the grocery store. So I don't know about other people's birds, but my birds prefer that in the winter. In the summer, that grocery store suet isn't very good because it get, if it's hot, it can start to get a little testy and can harm birds. So that's when I use those blocks. Jerry Maurer is the president of the Stanton Bird Club. Drop in knowledge. StantonBirdClub.org for more information or to volunteer or to join. Jerry, thank you very much. Thank you. We'll have more coming up. It's The Breakfast Club, Z1055. The Breakfast Club. This is your sport. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.